This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Are you ready? I'm saying, are you Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. I got it right. Finally, I'm doing a show during the day when I got it right. Well, it's only once. Good afternoon, Fox fans. How are we doing? Um, it's getting closer. We're making signings. Uh, it might even be coming home. Yes, we could. Fingers crossed. You never know. Hey, Leicester won the FA Cup. Mm. You never know. You never know. Welcome along. It is Leicester Till I Die TV. We are on YouTube at Leicester Till I Die TV. Please give us a subscribe if you are viewing that way. Uh, Leicester Till I Die, the group in Facebook. And if you live in the Twitter sphere, at Leicester TID. We've got a special, and it's one of our In Conversation weeks. On YouTube and your favourite podcast platform, this is Leicester Till I Die TV. In Conversation with... The one and only Dave Bartram from well, ex lead singer of Show Waddy Waddy. Good afternoon, David. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm pre pretty good, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to the uh, semi final on, on Wednesday. Um, it's great that uh, that the national team is uh, is lifting the spirits. Not not that uh, not that our spirits need lifting that much after uh, after our successful season last year, but um, it's all shaping up really nicely. Do, 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 first, let's, we've just got to quickly talk England. Can we do it? 
I believe we can. I, I, I don't think Denmark will be a pushover. And no. of course, they've got Casper between the sticks, and he's in great form. Yeah. Um, and they've I, the, the Christian Eriksen, um, sort of well, almost a tragedy. Uh, yeah. this seems to have really galvanized the Danes, and um, they've been playing some good football. And um, against their usual principles, they've actually been scoring a lot of goals, so it's it's going to be it'll be a tough one, but I, I think we'll get through it. Yeah, no, don't mention pens. It, um, I mean, it's opened up nicely on, on our side of the draw, if you like, but we can only play who we're up against. But um, Kane likes to score against Casper, doesn't he? You know, they, they didn't even have a proper manager on the last day of the season and he got some. So, fingers crossed for once. I hope that continues. So do I, on this occasion, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but Dave, I mean, everybody that knows you of a certain age, me included, will know we grew up with 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 show Waddy Waddy. I mean, you know, it, it was... Yeah, I, I am I am a 70s child and um it's nice to be able to talk to a, somebody from the 70s that's able to talk to me. <laughs> Let's leave it at that, shall we? But uh, how did it all come about with Show Waddy Waddy? Well, the uh, I, I was playing in a in a band and I'd not long term professional. The band was, was called Choice going back to uh, the very sort of 1971-ish. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'd been um I'd just completed all my training to to become a a telephone construction uh, officer as, as such, um, and it was called post office telephones in those days. But it's known as BT now. But um, yeah, yeah, I finished my training, but I was playing in bands, and it had come to the the point where I, I was playing with a pro band, as I say, called Choice, but with an S, and. Um, we, we had so many gigs that I was literally, on, on some occasions, going to, to work for the post office um, straight from doing a gig. Mm. RAF base, you know, in Upper Hayfield or somewhere in, in the wilds of Oxfordshire. But um, yeah. but anyway, something I did give, and it had been my dream to, to be a professional musician and choice offers me that, that opportunity to, uh, which, which I crossed with both, both hands. And before long, we, we were playing at um, a, a gig called the Fosway Hotel on the outskirts of the city, which is still there. Yes, yes. An upmarket Indian restaurant now, but um, but we were playing in, in the back room there, and we used to play there sort of two, three times a week. And a lot of other local musos used to come along when they weren't working. And ultimately, wound up in a jam with four other guys from a bank called the Golden Hammers, and surely what he was born I've got, I've got, to, and you must get asked this all the while. You get, you will, you'll get a lot of the questions I'm going to ask. You get a lot of asked all the time, anyway. But show Waddy Waddy. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it was uh, not sort of a short, sharp name, was it? <laughs> no, no, it's, it, it is one of the most frequently asked questions, certainly asking throughout my career. But um, yeah, it, it, it was my idea. We, we were, um, we were rehearsing a song by an American doo-wop band called The Diamonds, and the song was called Little Darling, and we were oh, yeah. rehearsing this for, for the set. And the, the backing vocals basically purring away in the background, you could hear the guys going, and I just clicked onto this word, sort of shawaddy waddy, and said, yeah, we should call the band that, shawaddy waddy, it rolls off the tongue. And, and, and it was quite amazing, the reaction, because all the guys said, yeah, great name. And we didn't agree on on every on most things. But, uh, <laughs> yes. there was that one. Yeah, that one you agreed on. And of course, name, it, is, it is an unforgettable name. It's not one Indeed. that you forget easily, is it? But of course, you 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 did. I suppose you know the youngsters these days would, would you know no X Factor and uh, Britain's Got Talent. Back in the day, of course, we had. Um, was it Gary? Was it Gary? I can't remember who presented it now, but ATV that was because it was a local. Uh, show was it New Faces? You were faced. Well, it was a national show. Yes, um, but, it, yeah, but it came from Birmingham, the old ATV studios in, uh, yes. in Birmingham. And um, we, we were playing a gig in Birmingham one night, and a, a quite distinguished-looking silver-haired guy just strolled into the dressing room while we were all in our undies, and and he said, <laughs> hey, "Lads, how, how would you like to be on the telly?" 
And we thought, yeah, yeah, we'll have a bit of that. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. get the band's name out there. And we found ourselves sort of thrown to the walls, as it were, doing um, the Britain's Got Talent of its day. Yes. Um, new faces and um and ultimately we, we won it quite quite comfortably although you know without being unkind some of the, the competition well the bar wasn't very wasn't set very high <laughs> hey, you can still see it on youtube that <laughs> say you know the, the, even back in the day they had the bad acts didn't they <laughs> you know uh, there, there were a few there were you know jugglers on television that they never really worked for me and uh, yeah there were <laughs> a, a few a few sort of yeah oddments of of acts and yes they were just having their five minutes of fame and um but but you know fortunately we we've been out there we were quite colorful we've got all our sort of ted suits and um and we 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 played you know we played really really well we we put a medley of songs together to cram yeah. as much into our three minutes as possible and uh, and it did the trick and, and we won it with a record score so so that was great yeah and of course you got through to the final the grand well, final because well, they had like a grand final didn't they for the well, whole it was like an all, an all winners contest yeah that's it yeah um, yeah, yeah that, that 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 one sort of still rankles with me because we were we were actually told before the show that we were coming second really <laughs> absolutely <laughs> oh <laughs> no, wow <laughs> no corruption on these talent shows you know no cause... no was, was your backstory not good enough or something <laughs> <It was. laughs> no, we were deemed that, that the winner was going to go on on the london palladium and, and we were deemed as uh, unsuitable but um because oh, wow. we'd already been signed by a record company we we're already signed to bell records which was yeah, yeah. one of the really big labels at the time yeah. And yeah. so, so it didn't like it didn't rankle too much, but we still would have liked to. to have do won do it you remember who got that winning spot? It wasn't like a, a pudsy of its day, was it? A performing dog? Or... No, no, it wasn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't quite about that. No, it was, it was a guy called Tom Waite. He was um, a crooner, a little bit in the sort of Michael Bublé mould. You know, oh, so, right. um, right. Although I, I think Bublé is is a lot better, but um, yeah. yeah, he was a crooner, but. It just never took off for him. He did, he did his slot at the London Palladium, and um, I think he was quite coolly received uh, in, in the the old way we used to yes. use that word. But um, yeah, he, he just never really saw the light of day. But um, so not too many fights. But, uh, no, no, where he is. Not not winning doesn't mean everything, but uh, you know it. Uh, well, it does when it comes to Leicester City. <laughs> well, it does. Yeah, we'll come on to that. <laughs> but like you say, you yeah, I'm shocked that they came and told you beforehand that you were going to be second. It was astounding. Yeah, it, it was kind of well, you know, will we still perform as well? You know, will, will we go out there and really give it yeah. everything? And I think we did a pretty accomplished performance, but. Um, was this yeah. in the day? I don't know if this was in the day when people rang in for that and they got charged like they do these days. Yeah, absolutely. They used to make yes. a fortune out, out yeah. of phone calls, and, yeah. and they were literally phoning in in their millions. Mm. Quite incredible in those days. Yes, yeah. One thing I've got to talk about those days, and you haven't got it now, and I certainly haven't got it now, which is why I wear this, this cap. And uh, I mean. <laughs> That that's one hell of a uh, uh, not quite a mullet, but one hell of a. Uh, you had the hair, didn't we, in the seventies? Oh, I had plenty of it. All the all the girls used to really envy my hair. But, <laughs> you know, whenever I, I had a girlfriend, or, or if if we were on the road and I was sort of in a hotel chatting to friends or whatever, they all wanted to run their fingers through my hair. <laughs> um, Fit a role reversal. You know, the mistress doesn't run her fingers through their head very often these days. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it wouldn't take very long anyway. I tell, oh, the, I mean, you know, you look back at the seventies, and it's like you know the long hair, we have the kipper ties, the here, uh, yeah. the big thick um, uh, collars on your things. Yeah, yeah, it was. That's a brummy cup of tea, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. But may, maybe best forgotten. Possibly, you know. But well, you know, I'm still clinging on to uh, to, to a little bit, uh, Chris. But, well, um, inside, we, I mean, inside, I'm 21. It's only when I look in the mirror and I'm 60 and I think, oh, my God, what's gone on, you know? Where, <laughs> where have those years gone, you know? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we've packed a little bit, bit into our years and I think I've got a, a few uh, in advance of you, mate. 
<laughs> we we won't go there. We'll, we'll leave it to that. But uh, looking, I mean, it was an amazing career that you had. I mean, from seventy four to eighty three, you had twenty three singles that went that charted, nine top fives, four top twos. Of course, you had the number one, and we'll we'll come on to it in a moment about about Christmas. But I mean, it was an amazing career that you had, and you started off with your own songs. But when did it go to the change where you started covering songs? We, the fourth, sing, uh, sorry, fifth single, uh, we, we recorded uh, Eddie Cochran's Three Steps to Heaven, um, basically to, uh, as an album track. Yeah. Uh, but when we... Did, I remember we, I remember having the cassette. Now, how's uh -huh. that? Yes. Yes. Well, they're, they're making a comeback cassette, you know. <laughs> yeah, everything so they, is. So they tell there's, me. There's hope for us all yet. <laughs> yeah, indeed. indeed. Yeah, we, we recorded that for, for the album, which was called Step Two. Um, and... Um, the, the record company, when we delivered the album, they said, no, that's got to be a single, uh, Three Steps to Heaven. It's, right. it's, and, and they really laid the law down, so it, it stopped the run of original songs that Trevor Oakes and myself were writing. Um, but, you know, it, it was a huge hit. Um, it, it made number one in some of the charts. There were, there were four different charts in those days. But, um, yeah, it, and we were kept off, off number one in the, in, the, uh, in the national chart by... Windsor Davis and Don Estelle with Whispering Grass. That must hurt. I mean, because <laughs> you, you, were, you were number one up to the week before, weren't you? And it was all looking good. Oh, at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was, it was the only time they'd had a chart on Christmas Eve. And we were removed literally the day before Christmas from number one. But, um, but that said, you know, that single had sold a million. It had been in the charts for weeks. And... Uh, and it stayed in the charts even after Christmas for another five or six weeks. Quite incredible. So I mean, that, 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 you know, that, that was great to, to be right up there at Christmas. Yes. But, um, but I, I noticed on your little chart, you, you'd only put um, singles. And, you know, we were fortunate enough in 78 to, to actually have the Christmas number one album, which um, that's one of the proudest moments of my, of my career, actually, having a... The Christmas number one album that really takes some doing, and uh, yeah, I mean, you're quite right. I mean, I think people think of well, certainly people are sort of my age anyway. We kind of think of singles, singles, singles. What's going to be Christmas number one in the singles chart? Yeah. But like you say, you know, it, it was all about. I mean, the singles basically were um, almost like promotions for the albums, weren't they? Were they were trailers, yeah, they, they were yeah. For, for the albums, yeah, and. Um, you know, some of our albums, I'm, you know, I'm very proud of them. There's a lot of original material on those albums. And uh, and uh, in 2019, only two years ago, um, our record company put together a collection called Shawadi Wadi Gold, and it got into the uh, the top 10 album chart. Uh, and, and there was a bonus album there of uh, original songs. And um, a lot of people, we've had so many you know, kind messages via social media and through the band's website, really yeah. complimenting us on on people discovering our, our, a lot of the songs that were on the albums that were never yeah. singles. Um, so, you know, that's great. I mean, to, to have an album all those years later, it's quite incredible. It's an album. Oh, God, yes. And, I mean, for me, I mean, everybody's got their favourite songs. I mean, I love sweet music. Great. That's one of my mates. So, is it oh i love that i love that song uh it's just i love the the drum beat to it i mean you were, you know you had two drummers didn't you uh one and a half <laughs> Go. now, now for the fact that i'm down here on the south coast and i, I, not, I know they're not going to get me who was the half <laughs> uh, well i'm not i'm not going to get a personal but romeo was the was the, drum, the main drummer <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, but, uh, I mean, and the great times. So you say that was one of your favourites, but go on, I've got to ask you this. What was your favourite uh, favorite Of our single? singles, the, the, the one I, I heard you sneakily listening to when... Uh, <laughs> yes, when, you caught me. You caught yeah, me there. I caught you listening to, to a Wadi song. I wonder why. Um, no. I remember being in the studio till, till about five o'clock in the morning, really working away, putting loads and loads of vocals on, on that one. And, uh, I remember at the end of the night, after uh, we mixed it and, and put it to bed, basically, listening back, I was always our, our fiercest critic, but, but that one, I sort of sat back with a, 
with a real contented glow. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, that's a really, really decent record. And um, so, so you know, from a, a personal point of view, that that is my favourite Wally single. Right. And you, you, you say you caught me out there because, like I say, I was listening to you while I was waiting for you to come on. And I've got to say, I did tell you this that the YouTube, as it does, it gives you these links to other shows. You know, you watch one video, you know, three hours later, you follow the link oh, through yeah. to another. And you, you it, did, it did link me from yourself, on, I wonder why, to Dennis Roussos. I'm not sure what the tie-in there was. Yeah, that's that's mystifying that one. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to I will have to look into that. You know, we did uh, work with him once. Sorry, we did work with him once. Did you? What yeah, was it? A, a big old fellow over in Germany, I think. But yeah, it was a it was a big old boy. He loved his football. Yes. Yeah. I mean, was there a song that? you didn't record that you would have loved to have recovered i think you could always you know listen listen to you know, the classic writers can't you and, mm. and sort of just admire the way that they, they've crafted their songs i mean there there, there are so many uh, chris but um i just wish we we'd done you know a, a couple of singles when i listen to uh, summertime blues by eddie cochran mm. it's just oh, a, an amazing energy um that yeah. i don't think it's so so difficult to capture energy like that in a in a studio and i think in, in this day and age you know recording is is such a long drawn out process and it, it, it speaks volumes for for you know a, a band getting into a studio all together and, and just creating this this magnificent piece of work yes complete with, with with all that adrenaline you know it's it, it's you know a wonderful thing and it's something I, I don't think we ever really managed to to quite pull off you know some of the wadi singles are great and there, there is energy in, yeah. in there but um but i listen to those songs and come on everybody and some things and some of the elvis things from that era the energy is just, just oh it's just mind-blowing <laughs> yes yeah I, i've got to ask this as well is because on, on that first single uh hey rock and roll uh, and I think uh, Rock and Roll Lady, the follow-up, you weren't the lead singer. No. But no, then no, that changed. No, no. I mean, you, you were bigger than the... And I can't... No disrespect to the guy. I've forgotten his name off the top of my head. But well, you were uh, taller than him. Did you say, oi, this is my gig? I was the lead singer, but um, you know, of the songs that we, we recorded... Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, Hey Rock and Roll, I, I remember putting that together with Trevor in his uh, mother's living room on a... <laughs> on, 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 you know, a real to real recorder, and um, yeah, uh, uh, you know, Trevor had the, the idea for the, for the verses, and then I, I came up with the idea for the chanted chorus, and um, and it, and it re really, really, you know, re really worked a treat. But um, but when we were in the studio, I, I, you know, for some reason, Buddy went in there, you know, uh, God rest his soul, he's he, he yeah. died uh, five or six years ago. Um, uh, um, but you know it, it worked and it was a great single and you know i was sort of yelling away on the intro and doing my bit but um yeah well, it was, it, i suppose i suppose it was a bit like lennon and mccartney you know uh, 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 yeah but, you know i was predominantly the lead singer and sang most of the yes you did on, on stage but uh, you did yeah. talking about chanting uh and We'll come on to say Leicester City in a minute, but we are in the middle of the Euros, and I couldn't let the time you know, this go past without mentioning the the Waddy Chris uh, England song. <laughs> hey England! I don't know if anybody knows that one. It was a sort of slipped under the radar a little bit that one, didn't it? Well, it was. Uh, I, I remember we went on breakfast television to do it live at about six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that was a bit of a, a, a rude awakening, um, but so. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, I, I, I don't know why. I, I, the our record company, the, only one of the guys in there was was a football fan, and um, and we'd we'd done this version uh, while while we were making an album. Uh, um, yeah, it was, it was Hey Rock and Roll with the Hey England, you know, yeah. Here We Come Berlin, you know, was the uh, <laughs> that's where the, the final was going to be. Yeah, um, but it um it was never actually released, so that, that's why it didn't really see the light. Of day. <laughs> but it is available on YouTube, guys. And uh, Dave, you do show off some some nifty movements there, <laughs> nifty ball skills. Oh yes, 
Yeah, I, mean, I, I love my football. Yeah. Grew up with it. Um, I used to, I was a keeper. Oh, well, so yeah, I, 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 I was a keeper yeah. at school. They used to call me the cat. Yeah. <laughs> Not because you, uh, you laid in the goal and uh, just... Uh, <laughs> no, I think it was because I gave me defence kittens. <laughs> love it love it but i just brought up then of course you as along with many of your other talents singing and football uh you also um written a couple of books there the boys of summer in 2013 all mapped out in 2020 they are still available on amazon and if anybody's watching on youtube i hope people will be watching on youtube the link to the page is actually in the description and they are are great books tell us about the books dave well there's a third one on the way now my first work wow. fiction which is uh, basically about the, the rock and roll industry and uh, yeah it, it's with, uh, a little bit of a murder mystery plot in there as well <laughs> so i really enjoyed putting that together and that's that's um uh, ready for release very 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 soon so i'm quite excited about that but look um, out for that yeah, yeah. It, it, it was something you know i wanted to do when i was when i was on the road in fact the, the last sort of three or four years when i was on the road with the band then um, I'd, I'd started making a lot of a lot of notes and i was never a diarist but um yeah. just a great memory and one sort of one story just seemed to trigger another one and i thought now i've got i've got to write write a book and uh, and it yeah the book I wanted to write, the second one, all mapped out, really that covers sort of um, a lot of the band's career and my pers a lot of personal experiences within the band. But the first one um, was a, a little bit uh, very self-deprecating read, The Boys of Summer, which was about a tour that the band did in 2005 of uh, basically uh, caravan parks. <laughs> and uh, it, didn't, it didn't work out quite as uh, as we would have liked because um, a lot of the, st the stages and the venues were, were really quite unsuitable to put on a band of our size. <laughs> all stature for, you know. But, um, well, yeah, you, you it, weren't it, a small it, band, were you? And you did a lot no, of, uh, we lot of dancing. We, <laughs> we were, but some of these venues, that uh, they were almost like play, playing in pubs. But uh, uh, And everything that could go wrong did go wrong. During yes. that tour, and um, and it was quite quite an emotional roller co roller coaster ride because uh, I, I lost my mum during that tour as well, oh. and it was um, you know it, like I say it was a real roller coaster ride. But, um, yes, but it does show the um, there are the unglamorous side of rock and roll. And it's, <laughs> like I say, it's very self deprecating, and um, this, it it wasn't all sex, drugs, and rock and roll then. Um, <laughs> quite the opposite, actually. No, no. <laughs> No, oh, you're ruining it here, Dave. You're ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very, it's a very funny read because it, um, you know, we were literally taking the Mickey out of ourselves on some of those gigs, and it was, uh, yeah, you know, I had to have a smile on your face to get through it. <laughs> sure you did well as i say they are still uh like i say available on uh on amazon and as i say the the the, the link to uh to dave's page on amazon is in the description below but of course you're a leicester lad um you're a, you're a leicester fan and you have the birch crying here <laughs> on this picture that i found what have you done to him sorry I've made him cry a few times. <laughs> Not so you singing, I hope. Uh, we've shared a few experiences, the Birch and I. Uh, I mean, you know, we're of a similar sort of, of era, uh, as we said at the start. And we, we've gone through some bad times with the club, haven't we? But it makes the good times even better. Oh, indeed. Now, Leicester's always been a very real club. Mm. You know, there's, um, like you say, we've been through the heartache. Um, and I think we'd probably have more heartache than, than most clubs, you know, particularly, you know, the, the Vichyde incident, you know, was just so, so, so yeah. tragic. Yeah. And, and to see the way Top has come through that is, is phenomenal. And to, to win the cup for him this year, that, oh, yeah. what a wonderful I mean, moment that was. Th those scenes, and, 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 I, and, I, and I never apologise for, for, for bringing this up because I, I do it a lot, but... You know those scenes afterwards when Casper went and dragged him down onto the yeah. pitch, and he was, you know, lifting the cup. He was jigging up and down with the with the with the team. That to me summed up Leicester at the moment. Him. When Tiedemann yes. hugged him, he got really glassy eyes. It was yeah, 
yes. unless there wasn't a dry eye in the house, I don't think. No, no. And and I think, you know, when I talk to fans of other clubs, which I do a lot on, on different shows, they all say, you would never get that at our club, especially the so-called big six yeah. and their breakaways and what have you. But, I mean, hopefully that hug means a little bit. He might he might want to stay with us, fingers crossed, with, with Dillons. But one, one, one would hope so. Yeah. yeah. And, but, and the other the other very the most special moment of all for me, being a Leicester fan, was... Um, was Bocelli singing at, at the King oh, Yes. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't hold it in. I just no, I was, I was about to say, I, you know, the, they, they say men shouldn't cry. The other people say real men do cry. But at that, I'm sorry, I yeah. had a, a tear in my eye when he that did this. Astonishing. It was yes. astonishing. When he, when he revealed his, uh, his Leicester shirt beneath his tracksuit. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was just... I mean, we laughed at when when Richai and Top and they, they first came into the club that he wanted us in Europe in five years and regular. Yeah. We, we we thought, yeah, 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 okay. Uh, I mean, I was a little bit worried because Milan uh, had sold obviously Portsmouth before this and he'd yeah. sold it to a bit of a uh, a gay dark, I think the guy was called, a Russian, who yeah. ended up in prison and, and ripping the club off. So I was a little bit worried about who he was selling to, but but my God, we've, we've got the owners that everybody wants, don't we? Oh, they're unbelievable. They've been unbelievable. Yes. Such, such great people. Yes. And, and they're fans. They're yeah. fans. First yeah. and foremost, they're fans. Yes. You know, and, and, you know, top, top still dipping into the his funds, you know, to, to try and improve the team. And it's, it's I mean, we're, we're having such a great time as Leicester fans at, at the moment oh. because, you know, we, we, we play a great brand of football. We've got a great manager. We've got an incredible squad that is just getting better all the time. Yes. Um, I just hope we can hold on to Yuri. I really, really do. I think he's an amazing player. I mean, we just got. Yeah, I mean, he he stands out. We have got so many amazing players, but over the years, you know, we had. I mean, I I can remember my first game was a was a friendly against. We were playing um, Red Star Belgrade, as was then, who uh -huh. were who were kind of the Barcelona of the day, and they'd just come. I think they'd beaten Nottingham Forest a couple of nights before, who were European champions at the time. I think we beat them three nil yeah. <laughs> on the night. Um, yeah. But that was my sort of, you know, the Bloomfield year. I mean, you know, we never won anything, but to just to go and watch them, you know, the Wellers, the Worthingtons, then Blubber, who lived opposite me, I, I always quote this, used to take his dog for a walk for him. You know, I mean, they were great. We didn't win anything, but they were great times back then, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we got into the top four and, you know, mm -hmm. we, I, th I think we... I remember we lost the semi-final to to Liverpool. Yes, and, and yeah. I think everybody thought that you know that was going to be our year when when we yeah. won the cup. But um, yeah, but no, we, you know it, it, it didn't happen, and we've had a lot of heartache in the cup. But uh, <laughs> but I, I remember as a very as a young kid going up to to Liverpool um, for a fifth round tie. Um, it was a replay, and I saw Andy Lockhead sc score the winner, <laughs> and I was in the middle of the cup, and I, I couldn't cheer. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here now, Chris. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Andy Locke, um, I, I actually, I did meet him once in Burnley, would you believe? Burnley, yeah. yeah. He came from Burnley. Now. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he, he's not so well. And we wish him well. Yeah, but yeah, his, uh, his actual daughter sort of lived three doors down with her family. And she oh, saw really? me with she saw me with a Leicester top on once. And I thought she was the said, oh, do you, do you know, have you heard of Andy Locke? Well, yeah, of course I have, blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, would you like to meet him? And I'm like, yeah, right, whatever. You know, <laughs> pull Good the other one. Yeah, yeah, it's me dad. Yeah. He's, I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> Ten minutes later, he was there. Lovely, lovely guy. And like I say, we do wish him all the best. But we've got a show coming up tomorrow because a lot of people will remember the bad times under Peter Taylor. I mean, he managed to take what was a great squad and completely decimate it. But we had the same with Frank McClintock when he took over from Jimmy Bloomfield. Yeah, Frank wasn't ready. He, he just no. wasn't ready. No. no. In, no. I mean, in Taylor's case, he just wasn't good enough. No, no. And Taylor was Taylor did well until he actually had to buy his own players. We still we we still don't understand the link between Junior Lewis and Peter Taylor. Because he no. wherever he went, he took Junior Lewis with him. 
<laughs> Absolutely, there was there was a lovely the the, the little um the little um clips that are going round from on, on everybody's phone. There was a beauty actually uh, at the weekend uh, of Mancini, and and he's in a huddle with all the Italian yes. players. And I, I don't know if you saw it. He said Junior yes. Lewis passed it to me on a plate, and, <laughs> yeah. and I am at home. Yeah, I mean, fantastic. Yeah. That is, I have seen that one. That is a classic. That, that yeah, is funny. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Junior Lewis couldn't pass wind, could he? You know, uh, <laughs> he, he was he was absolutely hopeless. One of the worst <laughs> players I think that ever donned the Leicester City. Yes. he he must have had a video on Peter Taylor. He really must have had something <laughs> on him, you know. But it, it, you know, you follow you followed Leicester around. We um, we kind of touched it with Martin O'Neill. Those you know, we had a taste. You know, we won you know the League Cup. Um, you could argue that it was before the big teams took it seriously, but as I always say, you can only play against who you are. But yeah. I mean, back in the day, you know, three finals in four years, two victories. You know, we had we had a great team then, and it, it was kind of to me that's where this foxes never quit under Martin O'Neill yes. came. Yeah. I mean, you must remember that three-three with Arsenal that night at Filbert Street. Well, I remember that. I don't. Really... I mean, it's a magnificent uh, result for, for Leicester, you know, to come back twice. Yeah. But I, I will never forget that game for the skill of Bergkamp. He was absolutely devastated. Yes, yes. I mean, I think it was Matt. Was it Matt Elliott that he, he kicked? He just kicked it over and left. It was Gatheress, wasn't it? He, he was absolutely awesome. He really was. Yeah. But then, you know, to see Walsh go up again and. Uh, Arsene Wenger's waving his arm around saying it's time, it's time, and he nods it in three or yes. yeah, it was a cracker. It was an absolutely yes. wonderful game. And I, and I, I did, I, I spoke to Steve Walsh uh, uh, some months ago, and I did say, you know, had you not been held back, would you have would you have gone for Ian Wright at the end? And he actually said, yes, he would have done. <laughs> Some Steve Walsh up, really, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, Walsh, he didn't, he didn't take any prisoners, though. He did not. He did not, no. And we loved him for it. We, but that Indeed. was another player that Peter Taylor just ripped the heart and soul out of. Yes, he took, took O'Neill's team, and um, I think... There, there was definite discontentment in the camp. He obviously wasn't bringing anything, bringing anything new to the table, and it, it was just hopeless. He was utterly hopeless, and, and we just we watched it. Um, I, I mean, to, to go to the first game of a season of a football season when normally every, every fan is full of optimism, yeah. and to be sat in the stands saying Taylor out when we lose five 0 at home to Bolton Wanderers, I, I mean know. that, that oh. was an all time low. That really was an all-time life. I can remember I was in Burnley, lived in Burnley at the time, and I was listening to it on the radio in the park with my kids. And uh, at 1-0, because, of course, Bolton had just been promoted. It was their first yes. game back yeah, up in the Premier League. They, oh, we'll get this back. Yeah. And every time they said, oh, we're going back, there's been another goal at Filbert yeah. Street. It was 2-0, 3 And I'm thinking, like, oh, my God. Because he'd actually started off quite well. I mean, he was manager of the, the month. He was England manager. He was made England manager on the strength. We were top of the league for two weeks, although it was an international break. So we'll, we'll try and forget that. But um, it just... He had been England manager, but it was—I think it was just sort of too much for him. And then some of the purchases he made, we mentioned the sort of Junior Lewis, Adi Akinbaye wasn't a bad player, and I think he he took a lot of stick. I mean, he gave a hundred percent, and of course he he moved to Burnley afterwards. And I, and I met him after the game once when I got my Leicester top on when Leicester were playing Burnley. I had a brief chat with him, lovely, lovely guy. Yeah. But he was just never—we bought him and never played him to his strengths. No, he needed somebody alongside him. You know, he, he wasn't an out and out striker. I, I think he'd scored a couple of great great goals at Wolves. But he, yes. he was uh, he, he was just left on his own and he became a bit like a headless chicken. Yes. You know, yes. just charging here, there and everywhere. And, uh, you know, tr giving his best, but um, just yeah. not getting the goals that we'd, we'd signed him to, to, to do. No, no. I mean, you know, and, you know, you, we, we have to say, to, Hindsight's a marvellous thing, but, you know, we, we, we criticise him for what he did. But like you say, it's like we, when we bought uh, Ahmed Moussa, amazing yeah. player. First game I saw was, was against Barcelona, Barcelona in the ICC. Yeah. He scored two amazing goals. I thought, yeah. what a talent we've got here. Yeah, and then all yeah. he was doing, he was stuck out on the wing. 
Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to buy these players, then because somebody said the other day, oh, you know, will you stick Daco, uh, Daco on the wing because of Vardy and Inaction? I, I bloody hope not. You can't buy no. these players that are good at one thing and not use them for that. I think Rogers is too savvy to do that. He'll he'll mm. be um, he'll be playing whoever's in form. And of course, you know, in Nacho's form um, in, in the latter part of last season was, was staggering. He, he was fantastic. He, yeah. he, he really was. The, the only game he, he didn't really show up was, was the last game of the season against Spurs. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's tremendous. He's, he's a natural striker. He's, he is. He's and, and I think, I mean, I, I actually do blame him on my huge weight gain because I've eaten that much humble pie that I've put about three stone on. I mean, <laughs> I, I work when we signed him. I worked with a Man City fan, and she was so upset that we, they'd sold him because they loved him. Yeah. And again, but they played to it to his strengths. And then we and I thought, oh, this is going to be great. He's going to, and yeah. it just never quite happened. It was almost like accidental. But yes, once he got into his position, once we played to his strengths rather than using him as a a Vardy number two. Yeah. It it worked, and and Vardy, bless him, you know he. Um, you know, he, he took his position as the provider yeah. more, you know, and, and it was just like, yeah, Inacho, got to give it to you. And he was just on fire, wasn't he? He, he, was, he was fabulous. In actual fact, I, I don't think, without Inacho, I don't think we would have made the cup final. No, no. Yeah, I mean, he did, I mean, that goal against Southampton, it, like, it did take him a couple of attempts, but who cares? It was it yeah, ended up in the back of the net. That's right, know. but, you know, he scored his two goals against uh, Man U, you know, were so precious. That was a tremendous victory. And, and oh, of course, yeah. his last-minute header against Brighton, you know, it was, well, um, you know, he's wonderful. Wonderful. And when you look at his, his you know, like, he's, he's a lovely lad again. What was it? He said, like, it was that cold against Brighton. We couldn't do another 30 minutes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they call him senior man now, don't they? They do. They do. And he deserves it. But, uh, I mean, you know, look back, I can say, I mean, I remember Filbert Street with fond memories and the walk, Walkers, them fraudulent slip the king power is an amazing stadium and we probably you know didn't help the fact that we 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 got peter taylor in just as we were paying that off and obviously we went out of yeah. business yeah, but true. filbert street was and i know i know um martin o'neill used to say he used to reverse players out <laughs> to the pitch when he's signing them so that you could see the Carlin stands and not the stand opposite. But it was a it was a it was a lovely old ground, wasn't it? It was oh, the, the atmosphere, atmosphere there. there. Atmosphere. I remember when I was a kid they used to get forty two thousand in there. And it was yeah. the, the place was rocking to say the least. Yes. Yeah. It it, it uh, and the old pens that they had and I remember being down there for a Chelsea match one night and uh, they'd moved it to the Friday night because the Tigers were playing on the on the Saturday. And um of course Chelsea were in blue, Leicester were in blue, and um the, the it was just chaos. There was there was flares going off in the um in the family stand, there was like, you know, Leicester not doing anything that you could ever believe Leicester would do right, scored, which made it even worse, you know. And it was like, thank God Chelsea equalised. I left at half-time because literally I was that scared because they were breaking into our pen and everything. You couldn't get out. The doors were locked. I mean, can you imagine that these days with health and safety? You literally yeah, had to get absolutely. a policeman to come and open the door. But, there um, were a few of those games where it got a bit hairy. I, I remember a game against Forest, a local derby, when uh, it was almost like a bloodbath, and it, everybody was trying to just get away from it. It was uh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so glad that we we came out of out of that, and it's it's quite I mean, it's really civilized going to the King Power these days. You know, it's, it's a great stadium. It is. Um, everybody that goes, particularly the home supporters, are always so. So they're on a high, you know. We look forward to it so, so much. It, it took a bit of a, as when we first moved in, I think it takes a while for any club to sort of settle into the new stadium yeah. and get yeah. the new new groups of thinking. But I mean, I love the clappers. I mean, I just think they added such a well. They, yeah. they you know, one of the things I think in keeping us up that they added to the atmosphere, and uh, they couldn't yeah, stop they, doing it. Then could they have to carry no, it on? But, yeah, but during the title-winning season. Uh, 
five to three. I mean, that stadium, it made this hair stand up on the back of you. Oh. It, it's worth a gold star. Yes, yeah. Did you, I mean, were you there for the that Man United 5-3 game? Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. That, that was one of the great games. Yes, yeah. I honestly games. thought we were going to yeah. really do big things that season. And that, well, that was the birth of Jamie Vardy, wasn't it, really? It was, yes, yeah. And I, I always have to say this whenever I mention it, apologise to the lady that was sat next to me because as I jumped up, I think it was for the uh, the fourth goal, I think I slipped, went back and ended up in a lap, you know. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I should put an advert in the paper. Who <laughs> <laughs> was that lady? But, oh, I was there. It was one of those. I was there with my son moments because I was with my son when we did yeah. it. And, uh, and I remember saying like, um, well, we're doing well now. So 20 odd minutes, we've not conceded. And then they got the goal. And that Di Maria goal they scored was amazing. But, oh, you know, beautiful. but that's the thing. I can't believe. I mean, we, we you know we've gone from Peter Taylor being out, going out of business, um, you know, Gary Lineker forming the, um, my old schoolmate, as it happens, was at school with Gary Lineker. He um, he saved us, and then we had Milan came in, and he he, he kind of saved us again. And then we had those. I was there with my son moments, you know. The I never thought I would take my son to see Leicester in the um, Champions League. That, that, they were great games. They were terrific yes. games. Yeah, that, that, again, you know, just hearing that theme. The theme oh. music at the beginning of the game. The hairs, you know, wasn't it, on the back of your Electrifying. Yes. And I remember the, the Copenhagen supporters, they were letting off uh, fireworks, weren't yes. they? Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, How I mean, the I mean, hell did they get those in? That was I, the question. I do not know. I do not know. But there was some great... For me, Ben Chilwell's best game he ever played for Leicester City was when he came on the second half against Atletico Madrid. He was amazing. Yes. And, um, I must... I like Ben Chilwell. I think he took a lot of stick from the fans, undeservedly. I've got to be honest with you. Yeah, he made. He, I think he always made mistakes at sort of key times. Mm. But know, he could he, always. He had a goal in him, though, didn't he? Right. Oh yeah, yeah. He had a goal in him. I mean, he was, yeah, he was a great, great prospect. But all of a sudden, he was kind of thrust into the role of like in England left back, yeah. and I, I never thought he was quite good enough. And. Um, and actually, going back to England now, you look at Luke Shaw and um, now he, he looks... He had a great game, top. didn't he? Yeah, yes. yeah he's, that's yes. what a fullback needs to do. He needs to be able to defend and get forward. And, and Luke Shaw is doing it you know, beautifully. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing left now for Leicester to win in this country. You know, we've won the Charity Shield, we've won the League Cups, we've won the Premier League, we've won the FA. It's got to be Europe for us now, hasn't it? I think, yeah, I think we could we could go a long way in the Europa, I think, this, this season. And we, I don't think we really embraced it last year because we've got such a busy schedule. Yes. Um, yeah. but, and um, we, didn't have know, the, we didn't have the squad, really, and there's so many injuries because no. of the schedule, you know. But again, the squad, I think it was the squad, really, that it was the reason that we didn't qualify for the Champs League. Yeah, because we just ran out of players in the last game, didn't we? You know, once yes. Stefano was injured. You kind yeah. of knew the writing was on the wall, but I mean that—that's how far we've come because you know, yeah. fifth for two years running, Europa League for two years running, and we sat there disappointed because we didn't get Champions League. Yeah, true. I mean, give, give me that a couple of years ago when we were away at Yeovil, you know, you'd have absolutely your hands off, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, it's, well, it'd be uh, nice to you know, it'd be nice to, to do a few road trips as well, you know, because we should be able to go. Yes. But, yes. Um, I mean, what a manager. I mean, you know, Ranieri, I always say, as brilliant as he is, and I'd, I'd have his kids, to be honest with you. I love him for what he did. But he very much rode on the back. Pearson had put the foundations in. And I don't think Pearson would have necessarily won it for us. But, you know, Ranieri moved on to that. But after he went, we struggled to kind of find that replacement. But Brendan, if we can keep hold of him, he could just create a new dynasty, couldn't he? Well, he already is doing, isn't well, he? Well, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he is a tremendous manager. And it's it's great to see, you know, a couple of performances last season, away at Spurs and away at Arsenal. His, hmm. his tactics, it just got them spot on, which, yes. which in turn is Gareth Southgate is doing with England. Yes, yes. You know, it's, yes. It's, it's very much tactics that's so important in the modern game. Uh, it and, is. 
and Brendan is brilliant at it. I mean, we look there sometimes and you think, what the hell is he doing picking that team? What do you, what are you doing, Brendan? And we win at the end. Oh, great choice, Brendan. You just knew what you were doing. Then. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're fickle if nothing else as football fans, aren't we? But uh, we, we are. But um, you know, Leicester fans are you know, very passionate, and you know, yes. we've got we've got so much to be proud of now. We're the envy of so many clubs, and, and that's yes. wonderful. You know, I still travel about a lot, and, and when I say you know I'm a Leicester City fan, uh, if the, if they don't already know. People say to me these days, oh, yeah, a bit like being a Man U fan, isn't it? I said, no, you know, I was brought up in Leicester. You know, <laughs> yeah. Leicester and, um, you know, and, and they say, oh, really? Yeah. When did you go to your first game? When I was nine, you know. And Yes. So I, it, I, I went on, I was in Norway uh, before COVID uh, stopped us getting out. And um, I went to see the Northern Lights. So we, we, we docked. And, did you actually uh, see we, them? just yes oh yes just you know it was uh not 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 the you know the best uh <laughs> trip but i did get to see them if i i, I yeah. you know yeah. um yeah an amazing thing in, I, yeah i saw them in iceland it was very very fortunate. oh they're, yeah. they're, they're they're amazing aren't they they're amazing you know and, and i mean you, you when you look back it always looks better looking back because you can see the colors better and everything but um yeah i'd gone i'd gone an hour inland in, 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 in this was past the Arctic Circle to this camp that they'd got set up. And of course, it was bloody cold, obviously, because this was like Very 11 o'clock at night in Norway in the Arctic Circle. I got a scarf on, which I'd forgotten because I'd hung it 70s style off my belt because I wasn't <laughs> using it at the time. But it was a Leicester scarf. And suddenly, this guy shouts from behind me, Oh, Leicester City, how are you doing? And I just thought it was one of the guys off the cruise ship. It wasn't. It was somebody Norwegian, <laughs> but knew us because of obviously what we've done recently. And yeah. we are, I think clubs do look at us and think they do envy us. We, we've set the bar for other clubs to say it can be done. But when yeah. you look at Ian Wright, post FA Cup, and we've said before about top with the, with the, you know, with the, with the players, and he, you know, admitted he was jealous of what we have as a club yeah i think a lot of people are you know it, it's the whole the harmony you know with, within the club you know I, i'm very privileged that you know i, I know sort of susan Whelan and uh and, and you know we we have sort of vip seats and which, yeah. we, which we, we pay for um but it's you know there's such a wonderful bunch of people and, and everyone is pointing in the same direction Yes, they all want the club to be successful, and it's it's yes. brilliant. Yes, and when you're looking as well, we we spoke very briefly before we came live. You know the the signings we're making. You know we we do worry about who might go, but that's Leicester. But you know if Yuri goes, we're going to get a uh, you know at least I would have thought eighty million for him. So we're not going to sort of lose out if you like as such. Mm -hmm. But the players we're bringing in, you know, and even. Even Petrona, oh, I keep wanting to say Petrona, making this guy sound French and continental and very small. Bertrand, that's a great signing because he's, he's going to do what Fuchs is going to do. I always said Fuchs, Fuchs saw Leicester City as like the Hotel California. He could never escape. You know, he tried every year. No. We tied him down for another year. But, you know, you look at the, the signings, not like Daka, obviously, uh, uh, and Samari, great signings. And I get fans going like, you know, why are you getting these players? And I'm saying, well, they're there. Why aren't you getting them? Yeah, you know? that's right. Yeah. And you buy them offers at inflated prices three seasons later. But it's the youth as well that's coming through. Luke Thomas scored in Europe, FA Cup winner's medal. Yeah. Um, Dewsbury Hall, great season, many awards yeah, at Luton. He'll be a good squad player. Yeah. yeah. The future's bright, the future's blue, as they say. The, the, the future's great. I mean, I, I, we, I think we can hold on to the majority of the players, and, and I do hope we hang on to Yuri. I kind of, yeah, you know, he's my favorite player at the moment. Yes. You know, he's just, yeah. he's, he's a class apart. He's one of the best yeah. midfielders probably in the world. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't think we'll hang on to Wardy, though. I, I, I think somebody will, will come in definitely for. For Danny Ward, he's you know he's had a great Euros with Wales. Um, yes. Um, but then again, you know we've got the the um, the new Casper as they call him in Denmark, uh, Everson. He's coming yes. through. Yes. 
Yeah, um, we do have a have a surplus of, of good. We always have had good goalkeepers: Banks, Shilton, yeah. Wallington, uh, uh, as we as we go down the list. But yeah, I mean, it was twelve million when we got him from Liverpool, and I thought yeah. that's quite a lot of money for a reserve keeper. For a reserve keeper, yeah. And he didn't have the games. I think because we did we came out of the League Cup quite early. That's where he's normally played. He didn't get a run in the FA Cup. You're, I mean, you, I know Schmeichel's obviously going to be difficult to replace, but I can understand. He's, like you say, he's had a great Euro for, for Wales. I can understand it if, if we do lose him. Yes, I, I, I get that one. Yeah. Yes. So every yeah. player wants first team football. Um, yes, yeah. But, you know, and he's, I think there's probably another couple of signs. I, I'd like to see his, uh, sign another wide man. You know, yeah. he didn't quite fit the bill. Um, yes. I don't know. He, he, I just don't think he quite got the Premier League. He, he didn't quite understand how it worked. He um, had spells, didn't he? And yeah, I, we, he I wanted him to do so well, and I, I wanted him to be picked and to be brought on. And yeah. he never, you know, even when substitutions were being made, he was never on. There's the rumours about if we played him anymore, do we have to pay, etc. But it just didn't yeah. click. And in fairness, I think you know he, he didn't have a good Euros for Turkey. No, no, but you know, it's, it was difficult for him because he, you know, he comes in, he's a, he's a wide man. Now, mm. you know, if, if he's not playing, then Albrighton's going to play. And if he'd have watched Albrighton and learned from Albrighton, you know, yeah, he'd have been charging back into his own box. He'd have, you know, he'd have been doing a lot, a lot yeah. more than he actually did. But, yes. um, you know, he, well, Albrighton, of course, has been linked. I did a show last night, he's been linked with Burnley. Yeah. It'd be a good signing for Burnley, but you know, I hope we don't lose him because he's no, he's still, uh, I think, as we stand, probably the best crosser of the ball we've got. Oh, unbelievable, you can put it on a plate. It yeah. reminds me very much. I mean, you remember Steve, you'll, you'll remember Steve Guppy, you yeah. know. I mean, yeah, he, he, oh god, he could put ping a crossing like you Lovely know, left peg, yeah, yeah, unbelievable, but. You know, again, it's whether all bright and he's 31, he looks at this and thinks, I've only got a, a you know a few years left, I want regular football, or whether he's happy to be because I think he's quite more effective as a sub coming on. He's well, he's just such a workhorse, yes. You know, he's got a fantastic engine, you know, yeah. he really has. And, and, it, and what a substitute, you know, a player to bring on oh, 30 minutes to yes. go, and he, he gives you that extra energy. He's, he's, yes, he's a wonderful player. I think Vardy will go down that route as well. I think he will become the super sub. You know, you can imagine a defence that's played for 80 minutes, totally knackered. Oh, look at it. Vardy's coming on. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, with, with Ducker with as well, you know, obviously yes. we've got Pacey, uh, you know, striker. Yeah. Who yes. will get, it just depends uh, what kind of a game he, you know, he plays, where he likes to come in from. Um, but, but we're but, not. I'm going to thank you for coming on, but... I just want to say before we go, a couple of things here. You, of course, have yet another string to your bow. You're a man of many talents, Dave. And, you know, <laughs> we should forget, you obviously are a pointless champion. Twice, is it? <laughs> yeah, I won it twice, yeah. Um, once for the not greedy at all, are you? you know? <laughs> no, not at all. But, um, yeah, it, it's a good experience. Um, With uh, Dave Hill there, I mean, he, uh, that must have. I mean, that guy's a nutter, isn't he? <laughs> oh, Dave's a lovely fella. It, it, it's, it's, you know, I've known Dave for years and years. We, we still keep in touch, and he, he always sends me sort of happy birthday, happy Christmas, all that. Oh. You know, he, he's, a, he's a really, really good guy, Dave. Um, you You've know, not converted him to Leicester him. yet, then? Not going down the King Power? <laughs> no, no, he's, he's a Wolverhampton boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get that. You, 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 there's clues of when he speaks, isn't it? Really, you know. That's right. He's not really, not a massive football fan, to be honest. No. But, um, but no, it's, it's got... great, to, Dave. And then the second time, I, I had a heavy, heavy rocker. Uh, yes, along with please. Him, but, um, but yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's it's good experience. And I, you know, I've always been a bit bit of a, a quiz buff, anyway. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it was good fun. I was, I was just disappointed that in, in the, the second final when uh, I said this whole house at the end and I, I should have said Rosemary Clooney instead of um, Shaking Steve. Shaking Steve. Got another pointless answer. Oh, I know. I, I'm not saying anything because I'm old enough to remember. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, I was about to say, was there any music questions? And you answered it then straight away. Indeed. But your new book's out, you were saying. Wait, wait, tell us about the new book. When, new when's it out? Called, it's called Killer Line. Um, yeah. A killer line in a song is, it, as I'm sure you probably know, is, um, is you know, a, a line that you would die for, you know. Um, yes. Like Paul, Paul Simon writes a lot of those, and I think Lenny oh. used to do a few as well. Uh, yes. But, it, yeah, Killer Line, it's a, it's a kind of murder mystery meets rock and roll bit of fiction and, and perhaps a little bit of fantasy on my own part but uh perhaps the uh the, the lead character is uh modeled a little bit on perhaps what i would have liked to be as well <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting for who you're going to say then when's it due out um i'm still talking to the publishers it's it's being sort of prepped at the moment um right. and um it, it shouldn't be long uh, certainly before the end of the year We'll have you back on then to, to, to have a chat about that. That'd be great. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Um, we spoke again the other day. You were saying, I got you back out on the road because you were saying you're doing some work with the band again. Yeah, we've been, uh, we've, we've been putting a new, a new uh, version of Shawadi Wadi together. But they've been out on the road. Romeo is the only soul surviving original. Um, yeah. And um, we, we, we put a group of musicians together with Romeo and, it's, and they're, sounding really, they're sounding great. Uh, and and yeah. you know, I've been kind of overseeing things and giving them, you know, the benefit of my experience. And um, and they'll be back out on the road. Uh, actually, they they do their first gig next weekend. So, uh, you know, so where's that out? Where where, where are they um, going to be? Western Supermare. Right, right. I was uh, maybe, maybe not many Leicester fans down there. Not I don't know. Many. So. I, I wouldn't have thought no. so. Could you're not you're not tempted to get the old uh, the old crepes on again and the drain pipes. Um, I, I, no, it's not something I, I really want to do any, anymore. <laughs> I, I still enjoy being involved in the industry and sort of my managerial capacity and doing other bits and pieces. Although, you know, our industry, I don't, I don't want to sound sort of a bitter, but um, the government have not looked after our, the music industry at all throughout yeah. this pandemic. But, um, but we just can't wait to get get back doing something and get getting out on the road and. Yeah, just making people happy again. Yes, yeah, that's what we that's what we want. And uh, the, the, whatever I said, I, and I was listening to I Wonder Why. The song's always got your feet tapping, and that, that's what we want—a bit of joy and happiness. Dave, thank you so much for spending the time and giving me the hour there of your 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 time. I know it's it's precious, and I really do appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Good luck with the book. Like I said, we'll Brilliant. have you back on uh, when Brilliant. when that comes out, and, and good luck with the band as well. Please stay safe and take care, and and thank you so much for coming on. And you too. And here's to uh, here's to Wednesday night. Let's uh, yes. so we've got another final to uh, to view next weekend. Another final, and maybe another Premier League trophy next season. Ooh. Fingers well, crossed. <laughs> yeah, with Leicester City, you never know. You, this is true, Dave. Stay safe, mate. Thank you very Please, much. Take care. Cheers. Bye. All the best. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks to Dave there for coming on. Great, great guy. Um, he's made a happy man feel very old. That's all I can say. Thank you for that. We're back tonight, 7 o'clock, um, with a preview of the Euro uh, 2020 semis. Can we do it? Like Dave said there, we can do it, can't we? We'll see you tonight at 7. Thanks very much, guys. And again, many, many thanks to Dave Bartram from Show Waddy Waddy for joining us. Goodbye. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
to an end. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time. Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.